everybody. Welcome to season three of Soul Care with me, Angie Fatal. My pronouns are she, her, hers. And I want to start season three by getting into the habit, like I said at the end of season two, of giving a land acknowledgement. Normally, I would be recording this in Portland, Oregon, but today I am recording in Helena, Montana. Helena, Montana is the unceded hunting ground of the Blackfeet Indian Nation. And also many other tribes use this land for their hunting. This is Blackfeet land. So I just want to start by acknowledging that they never gave this land away and I am on their land. So without further ado, it is good to be back. I know it's been a minute. So many things have happened in my life, as I'm sure so many things have happened in your life. It's funny how you can be, uh, you know, in a in a new way of being, you know, not only personally, but just in the world and all the new restrictions and ways of being that now we've gotten used to pretty much. I don't leave the house without a mask, but still have so many new changes happening. So for me, um, I took a break like I usually do between seasons. And I, I not only took that break because, you know, it's a good way of, you know, just saying bookending something, bookending a season and saying, okay, I'm done. I'm going to take a little break, kind of figure out if I want to change anything, what the future holds. Do I still want to do what I'm doing? And I do. Obviously, I'm here. Um, But that break for me, because I was coming up on my 50th birthday, which is still very hard for me to believe. It was last um, Friday. And also, moving my daughter into her dorm happened on my 50th birthday. (laughs) So that was a whole thing. And I wanted to give myself time to just be in my body and be in my spirit. And, And I try to do that before every birthday. I'm not big on birthdays for myself. I don't, I love celebrating other people, but for me, because I have past trauma every birthday <laughs> takes on new meaning and new significance. And I I like to honor it. I like to prepare myself, you know, to kind of center down and go, okay, what's next? What's coming? How do I feel about myself? And so I I knew I was going to be doing that. I knew I was going to be reflecting on my business, on my daughter moving out of the house, because now for the first time in 21 years, um, Todd and I are alone in our house. And I know this is different for every parent and I'm not going to try to say what's right for you or wrong for you. But for us as a family, you know, we joke and, and say we're team fatal. You know, our kids 
have always been a part of the team. We discuss things together. We make plans together. You know, we've brought them on tours to the UK. They've, you know, we, we played at Greenbelt one year in front of 15,000 people and our children got on stage with us and did something because we pretty much made them. We were like, you know, we're doing this together. And you don't have to sing out, you know, sing on a microphone. You don't have to play an instrument, but you you do need to be up there with us because that's, you know, kind of who we are. They invited us as a family. Anyway, I digress. But I'm illustrating a point that we've kind of, our family is a team. We've done things together. We've traveled together. We've embraced changes together probably much like any family, but we've just looked at it like, let's talk about it together. And yes, there are decisions that Todd and I have made as parents that the kids have not been involved in, but as much as we've been able, they've been involved in decision-making that we've had. And so this is a big deal for us as a family. And I wanted to give myself plenty of time to be, you know, with myself. And I do want to say one of the things that I often say to clients um, in spiritual direction is your inner voice, if you if you give yourself time, your inner voice will show you what you need to do, speak truth and wisdom to you. Your inner voice will never let you let you down. It it has your best interest at heart. And I completely believe that. And also, sometimes it takes its own timing. And that's what I found in this time that I took between seasons is I've taken time to kind of listen to my inner voice. And I'm still taking that time because my inner voice isn't telling me anything. I'm sure it is. But for the most part, it's not saying go forward, move ahead, try to detect it. It's not too late to whip it. <laughs> I thought that was funny. So I've just been getting up in the morning, sitting out in the backyard, staring at the dug fur and asking my inner voice to tell me next steps to, to bookend you know, this year in some way, and much like I believe all of us are probably feeling and experiencing 2020 is going to do its own damn thing. And so this break between episodes has been longer than I was anticipating. And if you, if you remember, um, A few episodes ago, I interviewed my good friend, Jeffrey James Neal, and one of the things that he talked about was a conversation that he had had with a friend. And in that conversation, she had said, is what I'm doing adding anything, basically adding anything good to the world? And do I need to do it? Does does my voice need to be heard right now? And I'm not saying that I wasn't adding anything good to the world, but I feel like I also needed to take time to not add anything 
And so that's what I've done. I've taken, I think it's been since the beginning of August. So over two months. And I just have kind of let things be and not tried, not done a blog, not done a mantra, not done a podcast and kind of sat in stillness with myself, hoping, I think that my inner voice would say something. And sometimes, and this is good for all of us to recognize, timing is everything. And the timing of my voice speaking to me has not happened yet. And I'm okay with that. I'm not going to pretend that it's not uncomfortable and that I wouldn't like to know, hey, this is where we're going next, me, myself, and I. (laughs) But for right now, I'm just putting one foot in front of the other. I'm also trying to acknowledge I'm not very good at this, and I'm sure I'm not alone. So hopefully somebody out there will go, oh, I totally feel you. But I'm not often good at acknowledging milestones in a way that's like, sit with it, feel it. Yeah, I do the thing around my birthday, but I don't give myself the grace to kind of go, you just moved your daughter out of your house. There are no children in your house. Yes, you have three pets. That's a completely different thing. But but this is a new error era, error. (laughs) Maybe I need to reflect on that. This is a new era in my life. It's a new era with my partner. It's a new era with my business. It's a new era with my children. It's a new era with myself. And I turned 50. And, and I, I want to just be able to say to myself, this is a big deal. Don't rush yourself. Be gracious with yourself because there hasn't been a moment quite like this, except maybe when I got married and then got pregnant not that long afterwards. And, you know, all kind of within a year, year and a half, all these major changes happened. But for me, all of these major changes are happening kind of within, well, you know, one of the major changes was on the same day. I turned 50 and moved my daughter into her university during a pandemic. So I guess what I'm saying is, I'm sure what I've said before, and I'm saying it to you and to me, we have to be kind to ourselves. We have to go, this is a big deal. And congratulate ourselves for moving through it, acknowledging it, not um, hiding or deciding not to feel our feelings or have hard conversations one of the things that I noticed while I was moving her, there were so many things that happened. Like she's not very far away. She's about two hours away, but nobody knows what they're doing still. 
structurally or institution wise. So they had every student sign up to get a COVID test that was in the town and on the campus of where she's going to be going to school. We had to drive there. She got the test and we had to drive home. She had to quarantine for 24 hours and then she could move in uh, a day later. So there was a day in between. But what that did is it provided her and I all of this driving time to sing Hamilton, to have in-depth conversations like we normally have, but there's been so many changes and so much of life that she is trying to cope with. And, you know, part of growing up and becoming an adult is pushing away from your parents. So we've been experiencing a lot of that together with her and trying to give her the space she needs to become the adult that she is needing to become. And so we haven't necessarily had the conversations that we would normally be having. And that is one of the things that this discomfort ended up bringing is a lot of good, hard, beautiful, complicated conversations because real life and adult life is messy. And I think we don't give ourselves enough credit and other people enough credit while we're trying to go through these things that it's a big deal. And so some of what I'm going to be doing in this next season, season of life, season of the podcast, is I'm going to be talking to people and kind of you know, we can't not talk about the pandemic because we're living through it and it's important. And I also, at the same time, know a lot of us don't want to have that be the only thing that we're talking about. So I think we're going to kind of move in and out of talking about that, but also talking about, I'm going to, I have a lot of guests lined up. We're going to be talking about the pandemic. We're going to be talking about how it's affected them their businesses, their interactions in their community, how it's affected who they are now as people. And also along with that, how people have shifted and changed with, um, you know, the protests and Black Lives Matter and defunding the police because we are on the verge of an election, at least in the United States. And this election determines a lot for a lot of people. And it's a big deal. And so we're going to be together going on this journey of kind of holding, what I'm hoping for is holding the mess of life and not knowing how to be. Because I think where we get into trouble is we pretend that we know how to be. And I know that a lot of adult life is <laughs> pretending, pretending that we know what we're doing until we figure it out. And that's not what I'm saying because I, I know I have to do that too. Like pretend sometimes that I have my shit together when I don't, because the pretending helps me kind of figure out how to get my shit together 
and give myself time to do it. Cause I just don't always want to look like a hot mess, but sometimes what that pretending does is it creates this denial and this lack of vulnerability and truth. And that lack of vulnerability and denial and lack of truth bleed into every area of our life. And since this is a podcast about life, this is a podcast about how to live more authentically and better and vulnerably and real. We're going to talk about how to do that. And we're going to talk about how to not pretend we have our shit together. And so, you know, some of the people that I interview, you may have heard of. A lot of them are just people that I know and admire that I watch on social media and I watch how they're dealing with the crisis by doing art, by speaking up, by protesting, by using music and their access, using everything that they have to build change in their world. And again, this podcast hasn't, for all the shifting that I feel like it's done, it is staying true to its roots. This is about how can we live more authentically into who we are, celebrating normal people doing extraordinary things. And I think normal people right now doing extraordinary things are people living life are people reaching out when they're sad or reaching out when they feel like they have nothing left to give and still maybe picking up the phone and texting or calling and just saying, Hey, I don't feel like I have much, but I did want to reach out and check on you. And how are you doing? Do you need anything? paying attention to who we are because who we are doesn't change because of a pandemic, but it can expand. And that's what I've wanted for myself is I want myself to expand even though I feel restricted. And that's what I want for my clients. I want them to expand even though maybe they are restricted right now as far as like, I have clients that can't leave their house. I have friends that cannot leave their house except to maybe go to a grocery store completely, you know, masked up and sanitized and they have to do that very limited because they have a compromised immune system. I have clients and friends that live alone and have been trying to, the best way they can, restrict themselves from interacting with other people, which is incredibly lonely. No matter how much of an introvert you are, we still need human touch and physical contact. I have clients and friends that have lost family during this time 
not even necessarily from the pandemic or from COVID, but because real life is going on, even though it feels like it should stop. So I am still going to be holding a place for us to have these difficult, life-giving, vulnerable conversations, because that is what I'm about. And I think that's what you're about, is you want to move past the restrictions that you're feeling into some kind of new life. And so that's what this season is about. So thank you for joining me. I'm excited. Um, I'd love to hear from you. I Again, I talk about this all the time. I love the interactions. I love hearing if something meant something to you. I would love suggestions. If you know somebody who you think I should talk to, who you think would be willing and interested in letting me interview them, that would be fantastic. So this is a new season and we are opening up the restrictions. Not not literally. We're not going to go out without masks on. We're not going to stop washing our hands. We're not going to stop using hand, hand sanitizer, but we are going to push beyond the, re, the restrictions that say this is all we are and this is all we have, because that's not true. And there are so many ways to reach out and be connected that push beyond maybe even what we've imagined. I do that through spiritual direction. I have right now openings. If you're looking for a spiritual director and you'd like to reach out to me, I am taking clients. Um, if you want to follow my mantras, that's a way that we can connect. Um, there's so many ways. And I, I, I'm just one person throwing stuff out, seeing what hits the wall and seeing what sticks. I hope that you are finding ways of connection, not only out in the world, but also connecting to yourself and your spirit and finding something that feels good to you, whether that's like me staring at a tree right now, getting out into nature as best you can, or finding nature on a screen if that's all you can do too. Thank you for rejoining me. Please like, share, subscribe, rate, review, do all the stuff. It helps me. It helps me know who's out there, who's listening. Um, and it means something to me. I really appreciate it. This has been such a meaningful thing um, that I never thought I would do. I'm not going to stop reminding you that you are worth knowing, you are worth loving, and you are worth being in this world. Remember who you are. Take care, everybody.